How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Final hour, welcome back to Big and Night, Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. Royals off day before heading to Minnesota for not one, not two, not three, but four games. Minnesota coming off its sweep in Kansas City, the first time since 2010, sweeping the Royals at Coffin Stadium. From the 816, trading Salvi would be a mistake. He's the one player who's been consistent through the years. He always has a smile and helps mentor the young ones. 13 retires the Royal, trade anyone but him. I wouldn't trade Bobby Wood Jr., man. There's just no way in hell. I'm not trading MJ either. Me either. I think his point was... The Young Bash Brothers, man. I think that that was implied in that text. I don't think that guy's over there like, yeah, you can trade Bobby, but not Salvi. Salvi does everything, man. It's like the Energizer Bunny. And I know he's been banged up a little bit here and there the last couple years, but dude always wants to play. He wanted to play, but even hurt his thumb. He wanted to be back in there playing. Even I remember in the younger in his career, he'd go off and play in the World Baseball Classic, but he just loved to catch. I mean, he always likes to play. He's one of those guys that's hard to keep out of line because he just wants to play. And it's amazing what he does with his body. But yeah, he'll be a fantastic DH at some point. He can play free. He can do a lot of different things. First base, DH. I mean, he's extremely nimble. Obviously, you have to be to be a catcher and be as good as he is, but extremely nimble. Hell, I even remember in 14 when he was taking uh, grounders at shortstop. He'll never play. They'd be doing it for a joke. But keep in mind, best players always played shortstop. So they always did. But, I mean, he's too big for it. But he had the nimbleness. It was funny, like, just how good he was. He just did it to screw around with Escobar out there. But I remember, like, after games, it'd be like 100 degrees. He was out there catching all game. He'd be the last one to leave, just bouncing around the locker room, playing with, like, a inflatable ball or something, just bouncing around. Like, he didn't he didn't tire. He's like the Energizer Bunny. Like, it was amazing. His kind of uh, his kind of energy, yes. Eight one six. They don't want to see Bobby trade it either. No, Bobby's going to get the biggest contract in Royals history. That's going to happen because you see more and more of these contracts with younger players. This will be the next big topic to talk about. When do you give Bobby all that money? Because remember, Fernando Tatis got all that money before he even played a full season. 
Like you're starting to see the major contracts before, you know, players get to that point. Um, I mentioned the NFL and, uh, and this is where owners start to get pissed a little bit, Grant. The NFL is taking, according to CBS Sports, NFL is taking $7.5 million from each team in the settlement for the Rams' move from St. Louis to L.A. Remember how that was done and Kroenke said he was going to go ahead and pay for everything? Well, they took $7.5 mil from each team. It says that uh, the Rams' move from St. Louis to L.A. was not cheap, but Stan Kroenke had agreed to pay all legal costs for the relocation. By the time the Rams and NFL reached a settlement with the city of St. Louis, the cost of the lawsuit had reached $790 million. This was not the 31 other teams' problems, though, since Kroenke said those costs were covered, but the owner soon changed his tune. Kroenke attempted to back out of paying, saying he agreed to pay for the legal fees, not the settlement. According to a report from the Athletics' Daniel Kaplan, the league has quietly taken $7.5 million from each team a total of $232.5 million to help with the cost. There is no word yet on whether the teams will get that money back if Kroenke ends up paying the cost himself. Owners went into the move believing no money would be taken from their teams and ended up with millions gone. Millions gone. The situation has caused budgeting issues for teams, Kaplan notes, because they were unsure as to whether or not they will get the money back. See, that's the part that makes billionaires and billionaires pissed is when you start taking money. Messing with the money, yeah. And that's why everybody will want to kick the Rams' ass. It will. Especially them being the Super Bowl champions. I mean, mean, seven and a half million dollars taken from you to cover his cost to move his team to L.A. Seems like a double whammy. Seems like he could be, they might have a big target on their backs. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And this helps anytime you start taking money. Or the whole Daniel Snyder thing where they were skimming some of the money, you know, it was supposed to be allotted to the visiting teams coming in. Everything is fine until you start jacking with their money. That's when everything starts changing for a lot of these players when that happens. But, yeah, I saw that today, and I was like, whoa, $7.5 million is big-time money taking it from teams, especially NFL owners. <laughs> you start hitting those pocketbooks. I mean, I understand the allure of L.A. Like, the NFL wanted to go to L.A. so bad. And Goodell, he should do something about this too, because he, he convinced everybody to let him move to LA. Because that was that was the master plan. Cause he was gonna buy that money, that that stadium in Inglewood. The Chargers were gonna go in and rent the uh, garage and above their parents' <laughs> garage, which is essentially what the Chargers have done. It's not their stadium, it's the Rams. Like they are nomads. The Chargers are nomads. They should have stayed in San Diego. And to be honest with you, the Rams should have stayed in St. Louis. I know I know the NFL didn't want it because they had NFL Network right there at the stadiums too. But you know how people in L.A. are. They're all going to be about the Rams right now anyway and not the Chargers. They don't even go to the Rams games because there's so many things to do. And by the way, I just saw gas prices in California like seven fifty six a gallon. I'm not driving to the game. I'm not driving to the game for worse seats with those prices. <laughs> I'm just saying. But you know the NFL wanted to be there. They wanted Super Bowls there. They wanted the draft there. Like I said, NFL Network is there. They wanted to be in the Los Angeles market, which there's really not an excuse that they're not. And it kind of paid off. The Rams won a Super Bowl. Yeah, it paid off for them. 
Seems to work. Two of the like most exciting teams in the NFL, probably in LA. It's like if the Penguins had ever moved to Kansas City, they won the Cup like the next year. That's how you get people hooked on your team when you have these relocation deals, and they come in and they're good right away. Because that's when you get your fan base. Now, when you suck, when you're good right away, like the like the Gold Knights went to Stanley Cup the first year they moved. That's how you grab everybody Hook in. Them. Yeah. Speaking of Vegas, you see the NBA. Looks like their two expansion cities already pretty much set. Yeah, but we've known that for quite a while. I know. I mean, that's what the, the rumors have been for forever. Well, you knew Seattle was getting another team back. They and got they, the Kraken in the NHL. You knew they were going to get a team back. And the other one's Vegas. And the I gambling the, is starting, so they were always going to go Vegas if they could. I thought the NBA would be the first professional team in Vegas. I didn't realize they would be behind the eight ball and everybody else. Still not Major League Baseball, though I think Major League Baseball ends up there. Hell, I'd move the Rays there. I mean, it's embarrassing their attendance. Don't you just move the A's, though? Just move the Athletics. That's another team, too. So much easier they to like, do it. They like Vegas. Plus, they've already got Raiders fans. I know. They <laughs> like, I mean, they've got the transplants. I think they've been out looking at land, too, in Vegas. I mean, they, they're tanking this year. They're Major League-style tanking to get everybody to hate them and move to Vegas. It's, it's kind of working. It is working. At least people from a national perspective are absolutely killing the, the city of Oakland's going to be sitting there because the Warriors are over there by what San Francisco now their new place. They're going to be sitting there with nothing. I mean, they got the Raiders twice. Then they're about to lose the A's. I mean, I know traffic sucks out there, but they've got plenty of teams around. But they didn't really take care of those teams either. They never took care of their stadiums when they wanted stadium upgrades. It's the last place in the NFL that played both football and baseball at a stadium. Kansas City's like the first to have two separate places. But this used to be the trend around the National Football League and MLB. You played football where you played baseball. But yeah, you're right. I think it's the A's. Remember when the Rays were talking about playing like half their games in Montreal? Like that would be fun for those players. All of a sudden, half your games are in Canada. Be awful. Be awful. What are you going to do with your kids in school? I mean, these guys do have families, you know. And what the dollar's worth changes around too. And then you have to worry about income tax and all that sort of weird stuff. You got a lot of stuff to worry about. No, thank you. But you knew the NBA wasn't coming here. Unless it's an existing I mean, team that moves here. But yeah, here's the I thing. knew it. I didn't want to believe it, but I knew it. Well, when was Sprint Center open? Like 2008? I think it was seven. So we're looking at a place that's almost 15 years old now. I know it sounds the, weird. The only banners that hang in that arena are Garth Brooks. Honestly, and and it be and it honestly is going to be a stadium that I think is on one of the lower ends in terms of like NBA attendance. But they but they but they, they had the locker rooms fitted for the high shower heads for NBA. They had NHL style locker rooms. I mean, that was a state of the art place. But now you're talking about a state of the art place, 15 years old. We're going to have a tax referendum and have the rental car companies get pissed again because we want more money. Because the tax is already outrageous to rent a car in the city of Kansas City, Missouri. That's why everybody does it in the suburbs. Still not as high as Phoenix. That's ridiculous, by the way. I don't know if you ever rented a car out there, but it's stupid. Never been. Well, it's not good. <laughs> Fair enough. It's not good. Coming up next, NFL.com had their most underappreciated players from each team. I'll tell you who they put for the Chiefs. Next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to Binky Night, Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. Well, Grant, it's already started. The most hyped undrafted free agent we've ever had, Justin Ross. Had the medical issues, they're probably drafted. Just four teams cleared him through the NFL draft. I told you about that nice one-handed catch he made on the sideline. The Chiefs tweeted out. Like, they're not helping. <laughs> like, they're not helping. I mean, if he's making plays like that, what are they supposed to do but not tweet it out? Right. Even, I mean, it's a good catch. Even Mahomes tweets about it. If you can start winning over Mahomes, <laughs> don't forget Garrett Dieters. <laughs> I mean, he rolled a long time with that Mahomes train. You yes, know what I'm saying? Did. Mahomes tweet, craziest part this was the dude acted like this was normal after he caught it. Then guess who else chimes in? Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I guess. felt like I was the only one that got the hype when I saw it live. We need more juice at Justin Ross. I mean, if there's two guys you want to impress right away when you say Mahomes and Kelsey, I mean, Big Red's the ultimate one. But, yeah, Ma- but Mahomes and Kelsey, that does not hurt your case. I mean, they're they're right up there, right at the top. I mean, the most important part is getting that respect from your teammates. If they oh. think you can do it, then it gives you all the confidence in the world. It's like when Troll Suggs came in here, they loved him right away because they knew who he was. They knew he was going to Canton, and they got that instant respect. I felt the same thing about Ingram last year. I wish, I don't know how that deal didn't didn't happen. The Melvin Ingram would like to see him back with the Kansas City Chiefs, but didn't want to, didn't want to, wanted to play somewhere else. So that is what it is. But NFL.com, Cynthia Freeland wrote about in, in NFL's most under underappreciated players in the National Football League. Who would you say is the Kansas City Chiefs' most underappreciated guy? If I was going to ask you, because I know you haven't seen this, you had no idea I was going to do this, 
which makes it all the more fun. Who do you think is the most underappreciated guy? On the Chiefs? Um, yes, on the Chiefs, Grant. No, on the Cardinals. <laughs> I thought it could be in the AFC West or something. I don't know. The most underappreciated player. Yeah, on the Chiefs. Well, before this offseason, I probably would have said Shavarius Ward. Um, I, I don't know. Lucas Niang. I thought he played really well at that right tackle spot. He got benched. Then he got hurt. Yeah. I, he might not even start this year. Kennard might have taken his job. We don't know that yet. That's that's the best you got. That's the best. Well, you, you got. threw it at me. I wasn't ready for this question. Well, you know what? You, you got to be ready for this. You got to be on top of things. The most underappreciated chief, and you say Lucas Niang. Once we even got to the Chiefs, <laughs> they have one Thornhill. You think Juan Thornhill's underappreciated? I don't, but then NFL.com did. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe I just maybe I just properly rate him. Here, here's what, what the reason they say. And then I'll tell you who I think mine is. The Chiefs secondary changed significantly over the offseason with departures of Servarius Ward, Mike Hughes, Dan Sorensen, and Tyron Matthew. Thornhill will be asked to continue the trajectory of improvement and reliable production he showed last season. Remember the defense had a big turnaround. So, computer vision shows that when Thornhill hips are facing the right direction at the time of the ball arrives in the coverage area, opposing passers experience a decrease in passer rating of 35 and a half. The more Thornhill learns, the worse the opportunities will be for opposing passers. Decent choice, right? Decent choice. Let me, let me, let me fix mine. Can I say Joe Tooney? Does that count? He just slotted in, and people didn't talk about him all season long. You can change the tuning. Yeah, I can change. I'm changing it. It's actually a better selection. It's a much better selection. I feel way better about that. Okay, good. You can change. It's all right. I'm going to say it should be McCole Hardman and Clyde. They From should They should feel Going that into way. this season I'm or not, based on last season? Based on that season, McCole Hardman, because his numbers were actually, you know, Christian Kirk-type numbers. And he's going to be relied upon now. He's the one known coming back with Juju and MVS. Nobody talks about him. He should have an enormous chip on his shoulder to want to prove that he's more than a gadget player. I feel like people talk about McCall Hardman all the time. What do you mean nobody talks about him? I think he gets slighted all the time. When people talk about the Chiefs receivers and what's coming back, he even tweets about it all the time. He's like, what about me? What about me? What about me? I think the guy lives in disrespect. We'll see. Let's see if he can come out and – because I think there's like – Maybe not the most probable outcome, but there's a pretty good chunk that he is like a an above average production guy next year. Like he could have a pretty good year, I think. Your Servarius Ward pick was noted because that was the first one they listed that I already left I here. loved Ward. See that asked me this yesterday when I go on to Tuesdays. Who would you rather have a bigger year? McCole Hardman or Clyde Edwards Hilaire? Probably Clyde Edwards. Hilaire. That's what he went with. I just said, because I said I think, Hardman because they're a passing team, you know? Yeah, but I think if Edwards really can break out and be on the same level as like a Kareem Hunt sort of guy, I mean, I think that adds just a, such a different dimension, especially without Tyreek Hill. Like, it'd be great if McCole Hardman could like sort of kind of replace him. Um, but if Edwards just gives you a whole nother thing, if he's at a different level. Yeah, it is just, it's just Christian Kirk that signed that monster contract and 
you know, you're thinking about the knowns and unknown. I've always feel felt like McColl had that chip. Remember, he had the chance to be the number one wide receiver of the Arizona preseason game when Tyreek was hurt, and he, he didn't capitalize on it. He didn't capitalize it on all. This is Christian Kirk's best year. Last year, 77 catches, 982 yards. That's it. Monster contract, 77 catches, 982 yards. Year before, 48 for 621. Year before that, 68 for 709. Then 43 for 590. It seems very McCole Hardman-like, doesn't it? It does. And I heard on the drive going home today that how many targets do you think McCole gets this season? See, I, I don't know that he would, like, if you ask me who's going to be the leading receiver on the team, I'd say Kelsey. Sure, yeah, but yeah. If you're going to ask me receiver who catches most, I would say Juju. But how many targets do you think he gets? Because C-Dot asked if he gets, like, right around 100 targets this season. Well, last year he got 83. Which seemed like a lot. So I'll give him in the 90s. I'll give him 93. You it, think it's only 90? I bet it's more. I bet it's 100. He had 59 catches last year for 693. He does run the ball uh, more effectively than what those other guys do, but he became more of that gadget player. But Clyde's got to catch the ball because you know what? And he, and he does. I, I said he's the only SEC running back in the history of that conference to have 1,000 yards and 50 receptions. Like, I can understand why they drafted him because he should have fit in here. He is, like, perfect for the screen game. That is like Mr. Screen. But the problem is he's got to work on his blocking, and so does Ronald Jones. Like, those are two big things, Andy Reid catching the football and blocking. Both of them need to work on that. But you have two exceptional blockers you've brought in here at wide receiver. Juju is a fantastic blocker. You missed Sammy Watkins. We got him in Juju. MVS is also a very good blocker. Standing in at six foot four. Juju's smaller at six foot one, but he's bulkier. More of a bulkier wide receiver. So I'm with you on that. I, I think that he's underappreciated by this team. I do. And the other one would be Chad Henney. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But who's underappreciated? Text line's been saying a lot of McCall Hardman. And some are saying Winchester and Dan <laughs> James Winchester, which he is one of the four players uh, predate Mahomes. Winchester, Butker, um, Chris Jones, and Travis Kelsey. That's it. Coming up next, my conversation earlier with Ron Kopp, the lead analyst, ArrowheadPride.com. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 
15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Somebody has to be the home of the Kansas City Royals, the Kansas City Chiefs. I can't think of two better teams to uh, have with your station. Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. And not only that, Grant, but wait, there's more. The handsome carrying case of Kansas State Network. That's what I'm talking about. Is this not perfect for you where you work? Dude, ideal. Royals, Chiefs, Cats. Ideal. What more could you want? The childhood triumvirate. The three big teams. Yeah. Three big teams in the metro area, to be honest. You used to not be this way, you know. Chiefs are a new thing last couple of years. Climbing going to take us to the promised land. K-State's been a new thing last couple of years, and that's been fun. Big stuff coming up this season. By the way, Christian Kirk, four years, $84 million. 21 a year for a guy that makes $7 million more than Kelsey, but he's never had over 1,000 yards receiving. Pretty, pretty good. Shows you how silly things are at times. Well, the NFL, as I was talking to Ron Cop, came with a new rule. You could take eight guys now off injured reserve and bring them back. Last two years, they kind of let that rule go out the window. Used to be one, then went to two. But the last two years, they kind of let it go out the window. But now eight guys are going to be able to come off IR and get back on your team. Anyway, here's my conversation with Ron Cop. Man, how are you, Ron? I'm good, Jay. Happy OTA week. We got OTAs now, so we can overreact to little social media clips like we're probably about to do here. Yes, overreact to Justin (laughs) Ross and you name it. Yep. (laughs) All right, so here's the changes just came out. Literally just came out. We were probably calling you when these changes came out. Six veterans allowed on practice squads now. So you can have up to six now, plus three elevations allowed now each week. Three elevations, not two, so three. That's interesting. Yeah, six vets is a lot on a practice squad. I mean, it wasn't it only a few years ago? It was only, I think, you know, you could only have a couple that had that exception. Um, so six, yeah, no, that 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 is something the Chiefs, you know, a team like the Chiefs where you have a, a veteran backup quarterback like Chad Henney or something, you know, you could maybe, uh, you know, do something like that to kind of mess with the roster a little bit, you know, get the find the loopholes a little bit. Uh, that's interesting, six, six of them. I did not see that. So and here's more information, but wait, there's more. Yeah. The NFL and NFLPA from Mike Garofolo, the NFL and NFLPA locked in some rules for the 2022 season. Among them, eight players per team can return from injured reserve. Another reserve list is detailed below. 
four games must have elapsed before a player can return. That's on the right track. I've always thought you should be able to bring back anybody. I just felt that that's the fair way to do it. It's not what they're doing. They're doing eight guys. But it's certainly better than the old ones designated to return. Wasn't it one, then it went to two? Yeah, it was eight's a very big increase. Um, you know, yeah, I, I believe it was two this last time. And, yeah, that, that gives the Chiefs, you know, or any team a lot of options in terms of, you know, if a guy is kind of hurt, he's just a little banged up, but maybe, you know, maybe it won't take, you know, four weeks or whatever to heal up, but maybe you just kind of give him that time now that you can put him on IR and, and not really worry about it, you know, use that roster spot for other things. Because eight of them, I mean, yeah, that's you could you could really, you know, get more liberal with how you use the IR uh, spot. So that'll that'll be interesting. To yeah, see. it went to three, I believe, in 2020. Teams could ever turn three from injured reserve. But this will be manipulated, my friend. This would, yeah. This rule will 100% be manipulated to keep guys on your roster. Yeah, well, exactly. No, I, I, I can seriously see it. You know, you get a guy that maybe he's got a banged up ankle or something, and you think you can maybe get him back in two or three weeks. But, you know, depending on the situation you're in, depending on who else is on your roster at that position, why not just throw him on IR, say, hey, we'll see you in a month, knowing that, hey, we have eight of these spots that we can bring them back. We can maybe waste one on a guy that may not need the actual IR, but maybe it's just better that way to give him the full recovery, not you know, not even worry about him coming back too soon, and you get to use that other roster spot instead of just having a guy banged up, not really able to do anything, and he's also taking up a spot. So, yeah, I think especially with a team like the Chiefs will absolutely manipulate that. Well, Ron, this is our time to have favorite camp, guys, and we'll stick with our favorite undrafted free agents. I'll go first and say Jeriana Ely, the running back out of Old Miss. Even the Chiefs are tweeting out his highlight videos. I really like Ely. And who is yours? Because you were to call him on one here recently. I want to know if it's that guy. Yeah, you know, I'll get into him because I, I do think it is, you know, Mike Rose, the Iowa okay. linebacker. He's the undrafted free agent um, linebacker they picked up. And, you know, something I honestly did not pick up on. I probably should have in the pre-draft process. But, you know, he did get banged up uh, down the, you know, at the end of the season. And, it might be. It might have been one of the reasons why he went undrafted. Because you're talking about a guy that you know multiple people have projected him about a fourth or fifth round pick. I had him uh, in the seventh, Ron. I had him in the seventh. Yeah, yeah. And 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 Dane Brugler of the Athletic had him as a fourth or fifth round pick. Jim Nagy, the Senior Bowl director, actually also mentioned that he was projected to be a fourth or fifth round pick. He actually replied to the Arrowhead Pride tweet. Um, so he's obviously a, a big AP fan. Shout out Jim Nagy. Um, but that's the thing. You know, he he goes undrafted. And it's just you kind of look at his resume, you're like, wait, what, what's going on here? Because he was the Big 12 defensive yeah. player of the year in 2020, his second to last year in college, had five interceptions as a linebacker. Was had the, That was the second most in the entire in entire college football in that season. And, yeah, you know, you, you kind of see the, the intrigue with him when you look at him. Man, he's a big dude for someone that, that was kind of known for his coverage abilities and his ability to be a hybrid player you know, outside of the box, kind of be, you know, play some slot a little bit as a 6'4", almost 6'5", 245 linebacker. You know, he moves pretty well now. Um, yeah, I, I think he's he's got a high football IQ in terms of it looks like he's really instinctual, you know, in the box, you know, knowing how to, you know, beat, you know, uh, uh, miss a block, shed a block real quick and get to where he needs to be. You know, the one thing I pointed out in my, in my piece on him is he does have some, some missed tackle um, problems. I do think that is one thing we're going to have to see if he can improve, you know, once the pads come on, you know, whether finishing tackles is something he's going to be better at. Because that is something he struggled with in college. But everything else up to the point of the tackle was pretty impressive. And it makes me think, you know, we're all excited about this linebacker group this year. 
well, Rose could all of a sudden be another guy in that in that space to, to make us even more excited. I really think he could be a solid depth piece and, and special teams player if he if he kind of gets that that tackling stuff down and, and improves that a little bit more. Well, one thing about Willie Gay is when he came out as a linebacker, he was actually the top rated linebacker as far as pass coverage is concerned, like the number one pass coverage linebacker. Pro Football Focus does college football players too, and they had him there, but. Rose was kind of used as a hybrid role a little bit of at Iowa State, and despite his size, he's actually decent in coverage. Yeah, no, that's that's the funniest part to me is is his size. Would you would not think so? You know, he's he, he's got some. He's got ninety first percentile wingspan. He's got really big hands as well, along with that six five, two hundred forty five pound frame. But yeah, you know, you watch him carry a, a, an inside vertical up the seam, or you you watch him kind of come downhill and, and make a play on a pass. He he knows how to do it, man. He, he's definitely co- comfortable in coverage. And again, I mean, it was it was the main reason why he was Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year. He had five interceptions. I mean, he was all over the field in pass coverage for Iowa State. And yeah, he's he's definitely a guy. I think teams, you know, were pretty excited about maybe, but. He did get injured late in the season last year or in early in the pre-draft process. And I do think, you know, Jim Nagy mentioned it, um, but he, he it did, it might've, you know, killed the stock a little bit, but when you're talking about another guy that maybe, you know, we talk about value with this draft class so much, Mike Rose could absolutely be another value. And then you think about the other linebackers on this roster for depth. You know, they signed Jermaine Carter Jr. This off season, he, you know, Rose has a chance to beat him out. You know, there's no reason he can't. So, I think Rose has a pretty good shot to, to make the fringes of the linebacker group because, you know, he, he has that, that resume, I think, that, that'll come through at some point on the field. Well, Jim Nagy's the executive director of the Senior Bowl, and he definitely knows what's going on because of all the guys from the Senior Bowl drafted this year. And I think you even had this tweet out too, but, you know, uh, he, he had Rose going in the fourth or fifth. So fourth or fifth uh, for Mike Rose, that – that's getting value. I think they got Kennard at a value too, where they drafted him just like Trey Smith last year. It's all about finding value. And that seems to be what Brett Veach has been able to be really, really good at. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the undrafted free agent class is, is a good example because Rose, you mentioned, but you know, also we all know Justin Ross, you know, that, that, that value at that point where you're not spending a draft pick on and you might as well take that swing and now he's making one-handed catches on the sideline and 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 Mahomes is saying that he doesn't even think it's a big deal. We're all getting, you know, we're all going to get way too excited about that guy, but you know, no speaking of linebackers, I do want to plug something I'm writing for AP um, okay. this week. Hopefully we'll be out this week. And, you know, we talk about linebackers with this Chiefs team so much, man. But then you look at the rest of the linebackers in the division, you know, this division that we all, you know, we're all, oh man, it got a lot worse or a lot better, I should say. You know, the team's got a lot better. Well, the one position that none of the teams really are, are, are good at right now is the inside linebacker position, that off-ball linebacker position. And I really think the Chiefs could – that could be one way the Chiefs kind of, you know, uh, specialize and, and attack these teams, you know, when their secondaries are loaded up now. You know, we've seen Denver and, and L.A. secondaries are, are loaded with talent. Now, obviously, everyone's pass rush is good. But that one position that, that still hasn't been fixed, that's always on the field no matter what. It, it really is, you know, that linebacker position – there's always at least one or two on the field. And I think each divisional team has a little bit of weakness at that spot. And I think, you know, I'm going to write about this, but I think, you know, we're going to see Andy Reid maybe truly, um, you know, he's always, he's always been a guy that can take advantage of linebackers, whether it's the screen game, whether it's play action passes, all that. 
I really think he could target that position specifically in those divisional games because that's the one position on, on all those teams that are, that is really a big hole, a big weakness. I mean, even like the Broncos, they had Alexander Johnson last year, a pretty good linebacker. He's still a free agent and still not signed with them. And so now their best linebacker is Josie Jewell still. So I just think there's a lot of opportunity right now for, for the Chiefs. You know, we're talking about the rest of the AFC West, how much better they got. The one position they didn't is linebacker, and I think we could see the Chiefs totally take advantage of that with, you know, Clyde Edwards player in the pass game or just, you know, a bunch of tight end passes as we kind of saw them go towards last year, 12 and 13 personnel. I could see it really ramped up this year with that, uh, with that acknowledged, you know, as the, the position being weak in the rest of the group. You think they're good at nickel enough right now? Obviously, Willie Gay would stay out there in nickel situations. You think they have a linebacker good enough to stay out there or replace a linebacker with the safety? In the dime, man, I really want to see Willie be that that the uh, the dime linebacker where Ben Neiman's played the last few years. You know, I I don't think it's it's I don't think you want to go all the way light. You know, too light where you're playing all safeties. You're not having any linebackers on the field because Willie Gay can move just as well as, as maybe some of these strong safeties. You know, a guy like Zornson maybe. You know, Willie Gay can move, and and so I would really like to see you know Gay be that dime linebacker. They've always had it as a specialized role. And, I, and, you know, I get it to an extent in, in some cases, but, it, you know, when you get to this point, if you're going to have, you know, Willie Gay and Nick Bolton, you know, as your two best linebackers, and neither of them are going to be on the field, and, and the most important situation of the game, because he always get, likes to go to his dying defense on third downs, you know, in certain situations, it needs to be one of your best linebackers. It can't be a, a Ben Neiman again, you know, a more of a special teams guy. It needs to be, you know, Willie Gay, or if, if they really trust Nick Bolton to be out there in those, those lighter packages, which I think they have, you know, at certain times last year they did. It just needs to be one of them. It, it can't be a specialized role this year. I really don't want to see that be the case. Talk to the Ron Cop, lead analyst, arrowheadpride.com. Where are you guys putting Chennault? You putting him at the uh, Sam? Yeah, well, that's what Brett Veach said, right? You know, Veach yep. said the Sam position, and it's natural. I, I, I think it is natural, you know, with his with – his, how he plays, you know, he's a physical player, a violent player. You know, you want somebody that's just going to lock heads with a tight end and really give him the business or obviously a tackle. But that's the thing, man. I, I don't want to corner him into that role. I really think, you know, he could be, you know, he's going to be the Sam just because Nick and Willie are, are in this system and know it. But, man, I really think with, when Chanel really gets it down, really gets comfortable in the defense, I think you could see him play at the, at the off-ball positions as well. I think he's that, he's that good, that instinctual where he could, he, you know, maybe not in, in all packages, right? You don't want to maybe put him on too many passing downs right away. But on rundowns, man, I think you can put him at the mic or will, and, and he'll he'll go find the running back and make a tackle. I mean, he's that type of guy. So definitely don't want to corner him into that Sam role. I really think he could play all three positions um, in certain packages if, you, if the Chiefs really need him to. I, I guess the uh, – I forgot about this, but the last two years through the pandemic, they could bring as many they want back from IR, and they limited from eight. But we never see the eight. Like, we never see the eight, but uh, that is interesting. And by the way, Ron, as we're talking about undrafted free agents, you know what the Chiefs are tweeting out? A picture of uh, Justin Ross catching the one-handed catch. Right by the, right the sideline. You know, the Chiefs social media managers are not making anything easy on Justin Ross. I mean, no. they are they are heightening these expectations, man. They are pushing them to the sky. Um, even in the rookie minicamp, I mean, how many times did we see a little clip of him making a catch? So, you know, it's funny. I, I'm really excited to see him on the field, but, man, Chiefs social media managers, they might want to be careful a little bit. I think they might be pushing the, the expectations pretty dang high with all this uh, hype around him. Well, so when you look at the Chiefs linebacker set and you look at the rest of the division, 
How do you think the Chiefs line up against them? I mean, is this a, a linebacker group that you think can help get this defensive run uh, to be a little bit higher ranked against the run? Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I really do think so. I think we've all we've all kind of seen that the Chiefs' run defense has always been kind of something, you know, maybe not as great. I think last year it really turned up when Nick Bolton, you know, became you know started playing more and more. Right down the stretch of the season. You know, we all want to give Melvin Ingram the credit, right, because he comes in and, and obviously was a really good impact player. But, man, you know, one other thing that changed, too, was Nick Bolton played a lot more down the stretch. You know, Hitch was hurt at some times. Um, and, and I really think Nick Bolton, that, that made a difference. You know, you remember that Tennessee game where he yeah. had, you know, an insane amount of tackles and the tackles were lost. But even other games as well, man, he made a lot of plays against the run. And obviously that's only going to get better this year. And And when you think about – you know, Nick Bolton now having to play the mic and, and instead of, uh, you know, whoever playing Sam and now it's Leo Chanel. Man, this, I, I really, you know, the, the linebacker group should be one of the best in the NFL in terms of impact. I really do think so. I, I think we can set those ex- expectations, um, you know, just because the, the duo they already have and then Chanel being that complimentary piece, man, I really, I really feel like they could have a really high impact and, and be one of the most impactful groups. And I think the Chiefs are going to need it when you talk about, their lack of defensive line uh, help right now at the top end, and and you know I really think the linebackers are going to help the defense are going to have to help the defensive line maybe against the run and in other aspects. Well, that's going to be good, uh, Ron. Would you say this uh, your article's coming out? I can't wait for it. just uh, any time the rest of this week. Yeah, it should come out this week. I, I, I'm I'm working on it. It's uh you know I got to I got to make sure it's right for the people. You know I don't want to rush well, anything. So, tell Pete uh, not to bury no, it on Friday no. afternoon. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, right. But, yeah, it, it's OTA season now, too. I got to, you know, we got to right. be covering some press conferences on the site. That's so right. Make, make sure you're following that. You know, Pete and John are going to be doing great stuff as, long, as well as the rest of the writers. So, it's OTA season, man. We're going to be breaking it down. No days off. Check out the site. No yep, days no off, days Ron. Off, exactly. No days off. Yep. All right, Ron, you take it easy, my friend. Yes, sir, Jay. I appreciate you. There you go, Ron Kopp, lead animals, arrowheadpride.com. So there was Ron, and really, when I say no days off, uh, Grant, that's kind of what I mean. Like Pete Sweeney, you think that guy was going to sleep once the draft was over? (laughs) Hell no. He had pre-draft or post-draft press conferences. You know, with Brett Veach, then Reed talked to Mahomes. And now tomorrow you're having Chiefs talk, because OTAs are going on right now, the first round of OTAs. And then pretty soon we're going to be in June where there's more OTAs, mandatory minicamp. Then July, we have training camp. August, we got preseason games. You don't think football's here? It's here, man. It never goes away. They've been able to make this a -a 12-month-a-year sport. They have. It's literally relevant the entire year. You can really have a conversation on football the entire year. You can talk combine, you can talk draft, you can talk about free agency, which what Britt Veach said last week, I really love that the Chiefs, because the Tyree killed down, now they're going to be players and free agency next year. It's like buckle your seatbelt, grab your popcorn. Next year's free agency is going to be fun. A couple of you have uh, on the uh, text line your most underrated Kansas City Chief. I'll get to that. Plus, where are they ranking the Chiefs' defense for next season? That's next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Big Night, Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. Don't show up on Sunday, Grant. We don't have a show. Whole weekend, uh, whole weekend off. Good to know. Good to know. Because I can see you doing that. Well, I was going to bring breakfast this Sunday. You're going to so I. I can't. 
Uh, biscuits and gravy, pancakes. I was. I had this whole spread for you, man. I was ready. Yeah, this is the one week I could do it. You know, mama's going to make it for me because I can't <laughs> cook worth the crap, and you know that. I can't. I can grill, but not cook. It's one thing during the pandemic I wish I could le- have learned how to do is cook. Like, that really, really was high on my list. Because I had ample time to watch How Food high Network. was it on your list? Probably at the top. Did you try? Absolutely Was there effort tried. put forth? Yeah, because what else are you going to do? I mean, we came in here and stuff and did like the virtual royals and stuff, but it was on such a standstill. So I watch YouTube a lot, watch Food Network a lot. And everything, I can't say I was about to cuss, but everything I made tasted like absolute garbage. But I tried. That's all you have to do. So, you know, grilling, I can grill. Like, I can do that. Um, I shaved some time off my chugging time, though. You didn't shave that much off because then I beat you. Yeah, that, re- that, that repeat we did, though, I smashed you. Yeah, because I had just chugged one full you beer. I don't I, chug beer all that what? often. Bro, I, was, I beat you the first time. No, you didn't. And you refused. No, you didn't You were close. You were the closest, but here's the thing. I was doing everybody at the station. You had them get rid of so all the evidence. You had them get rid of all the evidence I didn't do it. it. That, was, that was them. But, dude, I had everybody in the station to challenge, and I beat them all. It wasn't just one beer like you. I had everybody to beat. At everybody. Least, at least I'm in the top two of chuggers here oh, at 16. You got my respect. All right. That's you know, all 100% I want. That's all I want. Morton Kramer. I could read like Gone with the Wind in the time it took for him to finish. <laughs> you know what Has I'm saying? Has he improved? I know he wanted to improve. I haven't seen it. Okay. Shame. That's remember, a shame. I remember we stopped at a bar after a show one night to have a few drinks and so we could quote, challenge me. Even the bartender was chiming in. It was embarrassing. It was like an embarrassing moment for him. Because he was all about challenging me, talking all this junk. So the, I said to the bartender, I said, all right, fill us up. Let's roll. Let's do it. And then I was done. Glass on table. He's still going. And the bartender, he said, you're done, Kramer. You're absolutely <laughs> done. <laughs> so that's really the only thing I accomplished. I mean, I'm not one of these people that went and built a deck or, you know, I didn't build the man cave or I didn't do all this stuff. I... Just did that. I'm right there with you, Jay. I didn't accomplish anything in lockdown. Not I didn't gain a single skill. I'm right there with you. I mean, maybe like communication skills because you just had to communicate all the time. But we do communication anyway, so it's not like we talk to a lot of people. So, you know, I guess I communicated, right? Communicated better? I have a degree in communication. So, so do I. So I, I'm a master communicator. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but you're not bad. I'll take that. You're not bad. It's where you need to start that cats podcast. I'm telling you to do it. Go cats, baby. Cats. Big things coming cats up this year. By Grant. No, nah, we can come up with a better name than that. We got a spot for you, bro. We can come up with a better name. You could be that. like waving the wheat, Nick Schwert. You could be our cats. Lance guy. Leopold, baby. You could be our cats <laughs> guy. You could totally be that dude. I'll have to get cracking on it this summer. That's got to be my goal. Do you know CDOT's going to do tacos with Tang? Is he really? Yeah, he's going to have them come up here, and they're going to eat tacos together. Because CDOT's doing this thing where we go try different beers we've never tried. We sample them and rate them. We give them rating like 7.9, 7.8. It's fun. It's fun to see CDOT with IPAs. He probably hates them. Really hoppy beer he didn't like. Yeah. But you throw him something like wheat beer, 
I think he's even more in the sours than he'll let on. But with Hoppy, you get the bitter beer face with him. But I give him credit for trying, you know? He's expanding his horizons, trying something different, like we all should. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's cool. Yeah, expanding horizons. Anyway, thanks a ton to uh, Ron Kopp, lead analyst from Arrowhead Pride, for joining us. Thanks, as always, Grant Nicholson. It's good seeing you on the weekend. See, see, good seeing you here in the middle of the week. I'll be back on Friday, but it'll be a different time. It'll be 10 to 2 on Friday, then 2 to 6 on Tuesday. So, going to hop around a little bit. Showing that wit Merrifield versatility. You know what I'm saying? It's impressive. An like, impressive man. You got to have it. You know, you got to have a hit streak, too. Like, this year, I actually had to take days off, though. I didn't want to do that. But I've never done that before, but I had to. Literally. But anyway, good night. Thanks for listening, everybody. And I hope you, uh, the texter, drive home safely. Good night. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.